Hey friends, welcome back. I'm Drew Wesselhoff, and this is the Psalm Song Podcast, where we walk the line between sacred and secular through lyric and rhyme, where we discuss what we find in between the lines and rediscover the life that was there the whole time. Today we're going to talk about the good kind of doubt, the doubt that inspires a desire for life and fulfillment, the kind of doubt that is essential and sometimes even a prerequisite to any kind of faith. Because when you know what is missing, you will strive toward it with more fervor and urgency. This good kind of doubt is not a passive doubt, but rather it's an active doubt. It's about striving to resolve the uncertainties of life, but at the same time knowing that many of them will never resolve anyway. It's an utterly futile effort that is still completely worth the effort. In the final lines of his book, Either Or, the Danish philosopher Soren Kierkegaard puts it this way. He says, Is it not bliss to discover that you could never love as you were loved? Against God we are always in the wrong. This thought stays the doubt and alleviates its anxiety. It puts one in heart and inspires one to action. I mentioned last episode that I've had a very complicated relationship with my own faith recently. But my saving grace in this complicated relationship has not been uh, the traditional methods of the Bible or prayer or anything else of that nature, but instead I've found new and blooming friendships while staring some of life's biggest questions in the face. In wrestling with my own doubts and uncertainties, my community has not withered, but it has actually thrived. And while this is extraordinary, this newfound community is really an ordinary occurrence for people in similar times of crisis and uncertainty. So this episode's band is a great example of this. And this band is spearheaded by a man named David Wimbish. He is the frontman of the Greensboro, North Carolina Folk Collective, aptly named The Collection. David and his collection have released two studio albums in the past four years, but David has been creating and writing music for much longer. The first of these albums was from 2014, titled Ars Moriendi which means the art of dying in Latin. This album includes upwards of 20 musicians, and lyrically it is very steeped in spiritual and biblical themes. But specifically, the album is David uh, struggling with his faith and facing his doubts. He is thinking about the idea of how to live a life well lived, and also how to die and be fulfilled. And while the album is really just about one man's struggle, the sheer amount of instruments and musicians involved seems to expand this struggle into something grander. Because of how it was created, the record expands into a Campbell-esque hero's journey of sorts. Here's a section of an interview with David from the website Spirit You All about how his album came to be. He said, the collection started when I moved to Greensboro and met all these really amazing people. And I'd written this record and I was trying to find people to play all the stuff I'd put on it. All these people ended up moving into the same neighborhood together, living in the same houses, 
and the houses next door. The band kind of came out of that. Since we were having a lot of meals together, we just thought, let's play music together too. Whoever was available would just get together and play. That's how Ars Moriendi came together. I'd written most of the songs and a lot of the parts, and we just tried to get all those people on the record. I think it was upwards of 20. So what we see with the early years of the collection and the creation of Ars Moriendi is that the community influenced the album and the album influenced the community. What became the collection could be seen as a natural creation of the community. It was truly just a collection of individuals that came together to bring to life one individual's vision. And even though the one individual's vision came from doubt and uncertainty, something beautiful was made collectively. In Broken Tether, the 10th track on Ars Moriendi and the track that you're hearing in the background right now, David tells us about the fluidity of his doubt and his faith. He says, There are days, sometimes even weeks, that I can say for sure I don't believe. But the days are getting longer in between, so maybe it would help me if we'd meet. Let's hear David sing it right now. These are the last lines of the song, but they sum up the entire song pretty well, and the entire album pretty well, I think, too. Broken Tether is a song addressed to the divine, explaining that all of the ambiguity and the confusion of David's faith would just go away if he'd experience and meet the divine. But of course, David knows that he is asking for the impossible, but he still asks it, and he still asks it with honesty and vulnerability. Perhaps this is his utterly futile effort that is still completely worth the effort. Perhaps David is on his way to the kind of bliss that Kierkegaard is talking about. The kind of bliss that stays the doubt but alleviates its anxiety. And maybe this bliss is both freeing and terrifying. The name Broken Tether itself actually lends towards this feeling of being both free and terrified. Let's use a quick analogy for a moment. If we think of ourselves as a dog, then our tether is our leash. It is what connects us to our owners and to everything that we know and love. It is the connection to our security and our home. It keeps us from chasing that squirrel and getting lost. So if the leash breaks, we now have the freedom to chase that squirrel and do whatever else we want. But we are also much more vulnerable to getting lost and being in danger. Thus, a broken tether leads to both freedom and fear. And so, when our tether breaks, we have a choice to make. Either we can let the fear control us, or we can use our newfound freedom to make something beautiful. To build a community to help you when the fear resurfaces. And so that you can help them combat their fear when it arises. To rally together and pick up instruments and create songs like Broken Tether. This song also reminds me of a conversation I had with a dear friend a while ago. This conversation was sparked by the transparency of my own doubts. 
I had written a small poem about how my faith had changed and posted it on social media. It said, I wish for a faith that I used to have. The new will always battle the past, because there is no light without contrast. The ship will sink, the die has been cast. Throw me into the sea so that you may pass, for I have a faith like Jonah has. After I posted this, my friend reached out to me after reading this poem because he was in a similar situation. So about a week later, this friend and I end up talking for hours over a couple of beers. Our conversation was about how we were non-believers to the God that we believed in from our childhood. And the conversation ended with the hope that in a similar way, that we would become non-believers to the God that we were frustrated with and disillusioned with currently. And it really only ended in hope. There was no answers to our big questions that we had. And there still really aren't any answers to a lot of the big questions that I have. But what happened when I was honest and transparent was I found others who understood. Friendship and community was blossoming out of a time of crisis and confusion. We had discovered the same thing that David Wimbish and Kierkegaard did. And maybe, just maybe, that in relation to God, we are always in the wrong. Our interpretation of the divine is always shaped by our own experiences and our own perspectives. And that this interpretation is always changing. But that was okay, because the divine is unchanging no matter what. And so our hope isn't one of conquering doubt, but rather embracing it and alleviating its anxiety, or at least some of its anxiety. Our tether had broken, and we were both free but terrified. But we still remained hopeful, and our hope inspired action. And that action has led me to create this very podcast. So my friends, if you find yourself in a place of uncertainty and change, and you find yourself between freedom and fear, do not let the fear overtake you. As Kierkegaard would say, stay the doubt, but alleviate its anxiety. Use your freedom to make beautiful music about the fear. And play with, live with, and do it all with each other. Just like David Wimbish and The Collection did. So here's this episode's cover of Broken Tether by The Collection. Unfortunately, I did not get 20 musicians to play it with me. I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. Here's to freedom and fear living in harmony with each other. And here's to psalm and song living in harmony as well. Grace and peace to you. It's the Psalm Song Podcast. All of my days, they are coming to an end. I am counting down the seconds. And I can no longer pretend that I am completely content with where I'm at. If I met you, I would burn my magazines, erase all my history and say I'm sorry. And like a tree, I'd burn my leaf 
And bear all for you to see And you'd call it beauty your shoes on. I am roaming and you are calling me back home and I've never felt this call so strong before and though my feet walk very slow there is death between my bones so I'll make it home For sure I don't believe But the days are getting longer in between So maybe it would help me if we'd 